0: Welcome to How to Be a Texan. Hey, Kevin. How you doing, sir? Good. Good? <laughs> yeah. How are you? Good, Andrew? Yep. Oh.
1: I was just looking through uh, the topic here, but I got a little scared reading it, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, should,
0: <laughs> you should be, because today... It's a scary one. I was hoping we'd talk about tornadoes. You tornadoes. Okay yeah. And how would you spell a plural tornado? Tornadoe.
1: <laughs> no no that's no. not right
0: no is it is it the same as tomatoes tornadoes and tomatoes tomato with- tomato tornado tornado well if you're gonna spell a plural i tomato. have no idea well there's
1: an es is it is yeah. that the correct yes yeah, so- are you sure
0: well, no. Because you better have your facts right I or else one up. of
1: our listeners will be our, on your case. Our, our fact checker is going to get me. <laughs> He'll.
0: I'll prove correct on this one. I looked it up because <laughs> it, it, it just bothered me as I typed this up. So today we're going to talk about tornadoes. And, and the reason why is that we sit clearly in Tornado Alley. Dallas does. Definitely. Yes. 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 And so Tornado Alley is a mythical term. It's not. Um, I did look this up. It's not um, kind of a scientific or geographic boundary. It is a moving kind of amoeba-like shaped structure that kind of goes up and down the Midwest, and it always has Oklahoma in it. Yeah, I
1: was going to say it's constant. Oklahoma and North Texas are always in it. Right. No matter how it changes, right?
0: That's right, right. But but Oklahoma, is it feels like it's the epicenter mm-hmm. of, of Tornado Alley. And, you know, I'm half oaky, and it just, you know, bad news, but that's mm-hmm. the way. And I don't know why if it's the way North America is shaped, and that's the way storms roll through, and they tend to get the real severe, nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a meteorologist, but it, that would be an interesting one. Or maybe to,
1: every once in a while, just you know, Old Testament-style plague comes down on Oklahoma for some reason. I don't know. There's a lot of that. <laughs> There's a lot, There's of, a lot <laughs> of, that of that? In the form
0: of <laughs> tornadoes. Uh, so, yeah. So, so, tornadoes, I thought we'd talk about it a few different ways. Number one, just kind of define it number two just talk about the uh how they're defined as far as their intensity scale and the reason why let me bring it back you know called how to be a texan why in the world we talk about tornadoes well because we have a crap load of them here every year yeah and so, again, if you're going to live here or you want to live here, just know that this is one of the scary things that we have here.
1: Yeah, and it's not uncommon during May. And we right. had a quiet May, tornado-wise, actually. We did. But it's not uncommon to gather around the TV and watch the uh, watch the weather map. That, that's right. Because when one's rolling in, they will start, you know, you'll see it roll from West Texas all the way across here. And they'll start, you know, updating you right. know, live news You know, coverage. Yeah. And there's been many evenings where we're just watching. Okay. Is it going to come this way? Huh? Nope. Dodge a bullet,
0: go that way. Well, or we'll be watching it from the inner loins of our bathroom. All that's five disgusting. of us. <laughs> but that's what happens. We all
1: just hunker in our little bitty bathroom. Oh, yeah. Once it kind of gets close, then you you run, run for cover. Yeah. Center I'm. of the house somewhere. No glass, no windows. No glass. Bathroom. No. We use our bathroom, our pantry. Yeah. Right in the middle here. That's yeah. what you got to do. You know, just go out
0: in the open and say, Calgon, take me away. <laughs> Hold a finger up there. Hey, which way is the wind coming? Oh, okay. I don't think it's going to come this way. Yeah. Dor- Dorothy and Toto. <laughs> take me to Oz. Yeah. Oh, God.
1: Oh, man. Hail usually follows with those same storms, too, right? Yeah. And I thought it was the precursor. Yeah. I think you're right. It's not following,
0: it is the precursor. Yeah. I think yeah. it's like, it, it's this dark, eerie. Um, quiet, and then all of a sudden you, it gets green, and then yep. it gets windy, and then a little rain, yep. hail, tornado. Yep, you're done.
1: That's what was going on last year when we had the massive hailstorm here. Yeah, there were tornadoes popping up everywhere too. Yeah, if you remember. And yeah, I, yeah. I think one was hit. You know, relatively north, close, but north of here. Oh yeah. On that same night, but then the hail just demolished your place and my place.
0: It did. It did. But thank yeah. goodness no. There was a there was a little tornado that hit down about five miles north of here. Mm-hmm. Right when that thing came through, there was one that it just dotted along three seventy seven, and we drove by it just after, and it was trees just twisted all up and metal crazy. roofs taken off and all that. It's crazy. Yeah. The power of those is just. Mind-boggling. It is. It is. And there's there's one thing. It drives me crazy because um, I remember this was when Amy and the kids. This was a number of years ago. We're in Destin, Florida, and I was here by myself. And I decided to go to a movie over in Flower Mound mm-hmm. at the at Grapevine Mills. And um, and I'm sitting there three quarters of the way through the movie in this. And Amy texts me. She's like, "Hey, are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm watching a movie." Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's a tornado <laughs> that rips straight through Flower Mound. And it's coming, and it basically comes right to Grapevine Mills. And uh, they end up shutting the movie down and getting us all out in the middle of the mall. And then after that, ever since then, they have this, in the spring, they have this warning. If something happens, and, mm-hmm. you know, do this, this, and this. And yeah. I'm like, well, holy cow. I was in the middle of why they're doing that now. Yeah. now it's crazy, man.
1: And the ones you're talking about are relatively small in yeah. scale. Yeah, oh, and, yeah. And the damage that can be done. One of the childhood memories that I have is that Wichita Falls tornado in 1979 because I had relatives that lived up there. Oh. And that thing was one and a half miles wide. Wow. One and a half miles wide, and it cut a two and a half mile swath through the south of Wichita Falls, Texas. And I mean, you know... The little one that you were talking about on 377 took yeah out, i mean even a small one like that taking out roofs and trees and stuff imagine yeah. one that big and just the destruction that right. it leaves behind it's just mind-boggling it i really remember is. i remember a tornado i vaguely remember a tornado coming through flyer whenever i was in elementary school
0: no that was it that was the one i'm talking about oh, okay so amy and the kids were in Destin during that one it it came right to the south of y'all's house right over my house and then basically picked up grapevine mills mall and took it away mm-hmm. me included yeah yeah remember, I'm, I'm okay
1: i remember they brought us all out into the hallway
0: oh you were at school
1: yeah i was at school during
0: it did you yeah. do a duck and cover
1: uh i don't know i don't think so <laughs> maybe
0: that's what we used to have to do you <laughs> remember those? i think we were just oh, yeah. sitting in the hallway yeah we used to have to go out and do these duck and cover drills in elementary school oh yeah maybe, maybe we, we did, did those all the time Maybe we did do that I don't know. All the time. My elementary school had carpeted uh, walls, and they always had lice in them. It was really nasty. Yeah, that's, that's disgusting. I'm just God. saying. <laughs> that's
1: kind of how I grew up. Well, the other memorable—you had to walk down the center. Yeah, it was like the steam cleaner on the on the <laughs> walls. So disgusting. I just
0: was told to walk in the center of the hall so the lice couldn't jump out on me. <laughs> that's so, just so disgusting. Why would you carpet the the the, the walls of a middle school or the elementary school? I don't know.
1: Save money on insulation, I probably. Guess, but it was disgusting.
0: So <laughs> the other memorable
1: one for me was the Fort Worth tornado in the year 2000. Oh yeah, you, you remember sp- that one? You spoke
0: of that before. Yeah, it yeah. came
1: through downtown Fort Worth. That was an F3 tornado. Oh geez. And took out so many buildings and hit the America building where my dad was literally right. stepping out the building to leave work and like got blown back in the back door literally and then that thing just rolled across um that's the other memorable one because it took quite a while for down because it went through downtown and took out just windows off of buildings and everything no i remember that took forever to clean
0: that thing up yeah well the tandy center had had plywood windows for years oh yeah i remember that Mm mm-hmm Okay, so so getting back. So I the only one that I really was close to. I, I mean, I, f- I remember a track meet in junior high where we thought a tornado, everything turned green, swirl clouds and we all thought it's going to and we were all on our buses. What good's that going to do? <laughs> that's that's probably
1: the worst yes. place to be is go get the school bus. Absolutely.
0: But <laughs> so they, they put all the track teams back in our yellow school buses and and here we just look at this green swirling cloud right, right. over our head. That was bad. That green
1: Sky is very
0: eerie. Oh, it's creepy.
1: If you haven't experienced it, you it's just hard to even describe. Yeah. I mean it's just you walk outside and it's like a greenish yellowish color. Oh yeah. And everything is just still. There's well, no wind whatsoever. Yeah, no literally the quiet before the storm. That calm before, before the storm yeah.
0: is is just very, very scary. So, okay, so going back to the the, the definition of a tornado uh, is a mobile destructive vortex of violently rotating winds having the appearance of a funnel-shaped cloud and advancing beneath a large storm system. And no, I don't have a citation. The internet. Dash. The internet. www.internet.com. Thank you. www.com. Thank you. www.com. Thank you, Al Gore. Um, then uh, the categories I thought it was important you said an F3 most people have no idea what that means yeah. so, so. I, was
1: te- I was teeing you up a little bit with that one Thank you and that God. was an F I, I couldn't find the Wichita one what it was but F3 the Fort Worth was an F3
0: Well if you go down to that um, that weather.gov top 10 tornado link mm-hmm. um, you'll see because it it defines in that one there's uh, uh, the, the weather.gov app. Uh, actually gives a uh, top 10 worst tornadoes in Texas history and uh, so i have a few of those but le- before we get to that let's just go through this intensity scale so it's called for tornadoes or tornadoes it's called the Fujita intensity scale and who you know who was Fujita Dr Ted Fujita was a university of chicago guy and he he came up with this system in 1971 um, and classified tornadoes from F-0 to F-5, uh, and that's based on the type and severity of damage that the tornadoes produce. So just quickly, I won't bore you to tears of this, but F-0, those are kind of gale tornadoes, 40 to 72 miles per hour light damage. Really, I mean, definitely something to worry about, but nothing close to anything beyond that. F-1, moderate tornadoes, 73 to 112 miles an hour, moderate damage. Um, so that's that's not good so that'll peel off certain roofs mobile homes are pushed around etc F2 that is a significant tornado that's 113 to 157 miles an hour considerable damage roofs torn off uh, mobile homes demolished box cars pushed over uh, large trees snapped or uprooted uh, light object missiles generated. <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. Can you imagine that? Like if you got tiki torches in the
1: back? <laughs> I just looked up that Wichita Falls tornado was an F four.
0: F four? That
1: was F four. The one that was a mile and a half wide. Jeez. That was an F four.
0: Okay. Well. Okay. Let's. Get, yeah. So we're, missiles
1: were <laughs> large. Missiles are yeah, generated. Large,
0: like cabooses are, <laughs> are missiles. they will pick
1: yeah. up a truck you know 18 wheeler and turn it into a king kong or something throwing it at you (laughs) it will 100 mile an hour (laughs) fastball with a dodge ram (laughs) that would stink do it it's amazing
0: okay so an f3 is a severe tornado that's 158 to 206 miles an hour severe damage um trains overturned most trees uprooted heavy cars lifted and thrown off ground f4 devastating Tornado. 207 at to two hundred and seven. As if to these others are not <laughs> yeah, even... so, yeah, We can handle those. But yeah. F-4 is a little... Large missiles generated with an F-4, F-5. That's the one. I just watched parts of Twister again, the movie. You've never seen that, right?
1: I that, have not.
0: Bill Pullman and whatever that pretty blonde yeah, actress. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I haven't watched it.
0: Oh, gosh. I don't I... watch too many movies. That's sad. It's too big of a time I just commitment. Watched... I I've seen Twister that. probably... 28 times. I'm kidding. Parts of it I've seen 28 times. It's on, I watch it. It's one of those Forrest Gump movies. If it's on, I watch it. You yeah. Know? I get sucked in. So Twister was on yesterday. I watched 30 minutes of it. It was right in the middle. <laughs> it's There was one part where they had to wrap themselves with the leather belts, and they were looking up in the eye of the, you know. It's
1: very... Why did they wrap themselves in a leather so they belt? Don't, you know, so they they, they... tied themselves to like a pole or something? Yeah, with a leather belt.
0: And they got lifted up, and they were looking up in the clear vortex of the tornado. It was beautiful.
1: That sounds so realistic. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a fantastic. Don't you So if you're in a tornado, tie yourself to a flagpole with a leather belt. No, you and so I would tie ourselves practice. to
0: each other to a flagpole, and then we would get lifted up, and we would look back up into the core of the tornado. <laughs> that does not sound fun. <laughs> not <gonna laughs> to happen. them, it was kind of romantic, and they, were, they got back together as a result of it. <laughs> I'm not saying that would happen with yeah, you you and, and I. I are not doing that. <laughs> this podcast has got really weird. It's only <laughs> awkward if you make it awkward. <laughs> it's awkward. Okay, thank you. Uh, so then an F, F5 incredible tornado I like the devastating tornado to an incredible tornado is an F5. Uh, that has a 261 to 318 mile per hour. How do you measure that? How do you say a 318 mile an hour wind? Who got in the middle and measured that wind gauge? I have no idea how they do that. <laughs> That's crazy. Maybe
1: satellite images can do that.
0: This is one of those where it's a mile and a half, two mile wide, you know, everything in its path is, you know... And, and, and he says, "Trees debarked. Incredible phenomena will occur." That's such an understatement.
1: I like it. <laughs> After all that, <laughs> oh, by the way, something incredible might happen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Fujita. So, <laughs> Dr. And, Ted. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, um, okay. So back to this article. So I only listed off the top five or six, and so believe it or not, of the top ten or so um, uh, Texas tornadoes. Really, May is the month, and mm-hmm. so that's why I wanted to do that this time of year, even though this is early June. May and, and June, these are really the deadly times for us in the spring. Um, I know hurricane season really starts now through the fall, and we, we start to get you know the hurricanes in South Texas and really across the Southern U.S., but uh, tornado season and tornado alley, it's a big deal right now. And so if we look at it, uh, Wichita falls, I'll go kind of backwards, uh, up from six to one, Wichita falls, as you just talked about, that was April 10th, 1979, uh, 42 dead, 1700 injured. Uh, and it did, I remember looking at the path of it and it just kind of came up. It's, I, I feel like it came Southwest to Northeast on that path and, um, and it really did. It dotted around and, and ended up hitting, I believe, did you say downtown?
1: Uh, it said in the article, I was reading the southern part of town. Okay. I don't know which direction it was moving, though. Okay.
0: Um, then going up to number five, the Glacier Higgins Woodward. Um, this go. This went across, this is in 1947, and uh, it was April 9, 1947. 181 dead, uh, 970 injured. But that goes across, so you would think, well, that's number one. Well, it's it's number one if you look at it going Texas and Oklahoma. But anyway, it ranks only number five in Texas, um, which but it's still a bad one. So apparently it started in Texas and then went up and ripped through Oklahoma. Uh, Rock Spring was April twelfth, nineteen 1927, 74 dead, 205 injured. And then you have the top two. You have Goliad and Waco. Hmm. Goliad occurred in 1903. Goliad, for those of you that don't know, there's a lot of uh, Santa Ana history in Goliad that we can get back to at some point. But um, Goliad really is in between. um, If you draw a line between San Antonio and Corpus Christi down on the coast, Goliad is just kind of north of that line, about Hmm. halfway. Um, So it's really southeast of San Antonio. Anyway, there were 114 dead there, 250 injured, and that was in 1903. And then you get to number one, uh, the co-number one on the list, but there were actually more damage and more injured there, and that was in Waco. And that was in uh, May 11, 1953, where there were 114 dead and then 597 injured.
1: So these are just ranked by the deaths? It's by all by not, death. Not by... By the death toll, destruction.
0: No, no, no. It's all by death toll. Hmm. And now they've come back and they've said, in today's dollar, it you know it is this many billions or hundreds of millions in damage or whatever. But um, but I
1: think in the older times, more people would die in these than they would today. So you may yeah. have one that's much more destructive today, but not
0: as many people die. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And um, and we'll we'll talk through it. But I'm I'm doing some research on these hurricanes right now and. You know, back in the day when hurricane would hit the coast, you know, everybody just got killed Mm -hmm. because nobody had a clue. It's like, oh, it's raining. All of a sudden, boom, you know, there's a 319 mile an hour hurricane that just killed them. So, um, anyway, but Waco it's pretty interesting. Uh, the one in Waco, of course I went to Baylor and, uh, and I, I lived five and a half years of my life in in Waco. Uh, there, there's a lot of history there of, um, you know, just going through downtown Mm -hmm. and, um. I saw that uh, there was a firsthand account uh, that in the Baylor Library, they came up with this really cool letter uh, that there was a man uh, that was basically writing a letter up until about, what, 4.20 uh, in the afternoon. And he said, oh, there's some bad weather coming. And then he stopped, three minutes later, the the tornado hit and came just gutted through downtown Waco. And then he picked the letter back up at like 5 a.m. the next morning saying, the town's destroyed, we can't find these people, you know. Anyway, it was a it was His letter
1: did not get destroyed in the tornado?
0: I, no, it didn't hit his house. Oh, I see. And that's the evil thing about these tornadoes is they are so particular about, it's like they have a personality there. I know they don't, but it's like they have a personality of their own. Hmm. You know, as far as what house, they can go right through a neighborhood and And leave one house alone and totally flatten the one 10 feet from it that's weird oh it's just phenomenal so anyway um so as we talked about kind of just you know what what should you do and uh kevin and i talked a little bit about well we get in our own little rooms but but Tell me again, kind of, do you do you like put some armor on or what, what, what kind of stuff do you wear? Yeah, I put my
1: bicycle gear and helmet on. You do? On. Yeah. That's good. And goggles? <laughs> goggles, yeah.
0: Hearing protection?
1: Or? Not hearing protection, no? no. But the bicycle uniform is kind of streamlined for when the wind, you know, <laughs> you can get cut through the wind and then the helmet helps it with the debris that's flying at you. Right. Yeah. Right. The shoes are a little awkward, you know, with the cleats on them and stuff if you need to run, but that, that it just would... kind of goes with the outfit. <laughs> so. That is, that is so stupid. No,
0: no armor, no clothing for a tornado. I I, I will give you some advice. You should put some clothes on, though. If well, I do like, wear clothes. If you're in the shower or something and a tornado is pending, I would advise you to go ahead and put some
1: yeah, clothes on. Yeah, I generally don't go hop in the shower. A ro- usually, a usually at least. Yeah. <laughs> usually we're watching we're huddled around the tv in the family room watching yeah. it you know it's like a movie you get popcorn going and you just watch it roll in right you know you watch uh, what's his face on on the news talking about it for hours beforehand and, oh yeah you know okay yeah. now it's and the technology that they have now to predict you know the speed that they're traveling and you know where it's at and what it's doing and where right. it's going to be an hour from now is pretty incredible
0: well, and, and all these iPhone alerts are pretty amazing, too. So, uh, you, know, you know, nowadays, you can get these weather alerts that kind of pop up. Mm-hmm. But what happens – so, all, all that is, is in this research, the couple of these articles yeah. I found.
1: So, back to what you do. So, we generally will do – if there's a storm alert, then we will generally be watching like that. Yes. And then uh, – if we think there's going to be – generally, there's hail with those. So the smart thing to do is make sure you get all your cars undercover. Right. Make sure you got all your animals undercover, stuff like that. Right. And then, you know, we can quickly get from our family room. And even our family room is, you know, not a whole lot of windows, but we can quickly get from there into – we've got a giant pantry in the kitchen that some of us hop into. Right. And then we have two bathrooms that are, you know, inside the house that mm-hmm. are protected. So we'll yeah. just kind of divide and conquer and right. – go in there until it passes over that's that's kind of what you do well
0: so i i agree and we we do all that and it actually some of this research says wear a helmet no kidding because of the debris i know it sounds silly (laughs) but um and if you're in an apartment uh you know the safe thing is again getting oh if you're
1: in an apartment it's over (laughs) or a mobile home not
0: not so much but it does say get in a bathtub cover up with a mattress um but it sure. also, it, it, what, what would you do if you're in a car, like out? And I've been uh, in this situation before.
1: I have never thought about that. I what have. did you do?
0: I have. Yeah. We found cover. Yeah. We we found the nearest building, and we were literally out. I mean, talk, we're, I'm talking East Texas in the middle of nowhere. And we found um, a gas station that was made of concrete walls. Yeah. And we got in it. Well, that's good. And we weren't the only ones. There were a bunch of people that stopped and ran in because it looked like it was coming.
1: So you were lucky to be close to a place. What if you're
0: not? And it was the only place within miles. Yeah, but what if you're uh, not? What do you it, do? It, it says there's a lot of things here that it talks about. It says basically your host. hosed. Do not stay in your car. <laughs> you know. Yeah. If, you, if you're managing a track team, don't go put them all in the big yellow school bus. <laughs> that was a horrible <laughs> idea. Maybe
1: under the school bus would have been a better call.
0: Probably so. <laughs> um, but this says basically find a, a really uh, you know, the deepest ravine and get down in it yeah, so you can avoid that's yeah what I always heard yeah we know they
1: used to put uh, storm cellars around on houses right you know and Kendra's dad had a storm cellar at his oh, place we... and Kendra's grandparents have one we've never had one but that's ideally what you would do no just go get in your storm cellar it is and
0: I've I don't know if I've told you about the one we had up in Oklahoma. I refused to get in it because it scared me to death. Yeah. And going back to snakes and whatever. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that. There's stuff down in there that I still, to this day, even as a 50 <laughs> year old, I'm not going down in there because it is so creepy. Uh, so.
1: Well, I like your other one here. You just pray.
0: Uh, there's a lot of praying that's going on at that time. I promised you there is a lot of praying uh, that's going on.
1: And I don't think the leather belt thing's gonna. No, well, that's work, the work twister. Well. That's yeah, the I twister thing. I, where I really we, still can't picture that. My
0: mind. Where we gingerly tie each other and all that and then look up into the vortex of it. So. All right. All right. So hey, that's uh, that's tornado talk. So please be careful out there. If you're in the middle of an F5, uh, 318 mile an hour tornado, please. You know, please just be careful. Yeah. yeah, and the technology has gotten so much better
1: the, w- the way they can predict it. And uh, I think you said here in one of your notes that it was the 1953 Waco tornado that kind of gave birth to the national that's warning right. system for these things. Anyway, that's right. And then the technology has just evolved such that can, they can predict them so well, they can track them. So you know, that's right. If you get an alert, get home, watch the news, watch where it's coming. That's right. Generally, be okay
0: tie up to your BFF and a ditch <laughs> with a leather <laughs> lanyard. Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> That's terrible advice. <laughs> no, but please do do take these seriously because they absolutely have to be so, Very good. My, well, hey, thank you all for listening to us.
1: Look us up on iTunes, Spreaker, Google Play. Leave us a review. Adios.